Hello, and welcome to the pilot episode of Dish, a Bachelor Real Housewives crossover podcast. We are your hosts, sisters Haley and Hannah Graff. Um, I'm Haley. I'm Hannah. And our names are the reason for the two H's in the spelling of Dish, in case mm-hmm. anyone was wondering why we why we made that decision. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, this podcast is for anyone who loves watching and dissecting The Bachelor and or Real Housewives. And if you're a fan of one and not the other, that's honestly perfect because you're in the exact same boat as us. Mm-hmm. So Hannah lives and dies by the Housewives franchises. Sure do. And I, Haley, I'm exactly the same way with all of the Bachelor shows. Um, so um, personally, I feel like most people also gravitate towards one or the other. Um, and you mm-hmm. don't find a lot of people equally entrenched in both. So our goal with the show is to become those people. Yes. <laughs> even um, though, even though I'm so loyal. I'm so loyal to my housewives. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm cheating, but it's fine. I know. Well, I mean, I, you know, some people might be interested in like cutting down the amount of reality TV they're consuming, yeah. but not me. We're, we're more interested in actually expanding. <laughs> There's always room for more TV. There's always room for more TV. It's our favorite hobby. Yep. Um, and we're sure some of you can relate. So mm-hmm. this show is about bringing fans of both shows together. Um, dishing. I know that's cheesy, but oh, we're going to run with oh! it. Okay. <laughs> on um, everything that's going on in each series. So um, what we're thinking is each week we'll be watching and recapping the newest episodes in both of the franchises, um, as well as discussing all of all of the drama, all of the tea, if you will, that's going on off camera in both shows. There's always something. Always. So when we're talking Housewives, Hannah will be the resident expert on the backstories, the character arcs. Um, Mm -hmm. Any important hot takes from past seasons that, like, provide the context that we need. Um, And I'll be the one coming at it with, like, more of a fresh perspective, asking more questions. Um, And then when we're talking Bachelor, that'll flip. And I'll have kind of the wealth of knowledge about everything related to those shows um, where Hannah will um, kind of be getting up to speed and, like, asking more questions. So what we're hoping to do is bring a fresh take to the plethora of reality TV podcasts out there by providing two different perspectives to every discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, we Beautifully also- said. Thank you so much. You're um, welcome. I, I made notes. Um, <laughs> we also just generally enjoy talking to each other about TV, about pop culture in general. And we feel like some people out there probably find the same topics interesting um, and may enjoy listening along. Um, I know that uh, our fiancés certainly are not interested in these topics. <laughs> no. In fact, they both, I think, made themselves scarce oh, during this time. Certainly. When we told them about our, our um, vision for starting this, they were like, mm-hmm. uh, totally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> Good yep. idea. Don't, uh, don't ever want to listen, but um, nope. that's fine. Nope. Um, so anyway, just kind of going through the agenda for this episode, this is our pilot. Um, we don't have an episode of either show to recap this week. So we really just wanted to introduce ourselves as your hosts and give you a little background on who we are, our relationship as sisters and our reality TV journeys, if you will. Yeah. Um, so then we'll take you through what to expect in the coming weeks from our podcast, starting with our first official recap episode, which will be released next Wednesday, May 5th. Cinco de Mayo, ah! baby. Cinco all- de Mayo. Mm-hmm. It's all happening. Uh-huh. 
Um, and then lastly, we'll end with our gossip segment, The Breaking Dish, um, where we're covering, you know, recent Bachelor Housewives off-camera tea, anything that's in the news. Um, so we're hoping to make that a weekly thing, kicking it off today. Sound good, Hannah? Cool. Um, so a little bit about us. We're sisters. We're, um, I would say, best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, two years apart in age, so I'm, I'm older, Haley again. Um, so we're 31 and 33, so peak mid-range millennials. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> um, we're from Washington State in a city called Tacoma, um, and we currently both still live in the Pacific Northwest, about a three-hour drive from each other. I'm in Portland, Oregon, and Hannah's up in Seattle. Yep. And we, we both grew up completely obsessed with reality TV and mm-hmm you know, documentaries alongside that. Do oh you remember God. when we do you remember when we got cable? Of course I do. <laughs> of course I do. There was like a good chunk of childhood where we didn't have cable. I think it was I honestly think that was like dad's biggest, biggest regret. Because <laughs> we've I we we took to that like white on rice. I honestly honestly watched TV for like 72 hours straight after we got cable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that it only happened because our parents were desperate for lit- literally anything to keep us yes. away from them mm-hmm. um, because we were failing out of every extracurricular activity in the book. <laughs> Truly. No Swim- interest. Swimming. Fail. Ballet. Fail. Ice skating. Fail. fail. Sunshine generation. Oh <laughs> my God. Oh I just got, I just got full body chills thinking about Sunshine Generation. (laughs) So for anyone, I'm sure no one listening has ever heard of Sunshine Generation. (laughs) Yeah, I'd like to take a detour and and dive a little bit deeper into the franchise that is the, well, I don't even know if you would call it a franchise, the, the cult-like following (laughs) of Sunshine Generation. Okay. So it's basically like a children's, um, Mm -hmm. performance troupe yes troupe is the exact right word (laughs) and we wore um we wore pink graphic t-shirts white shorts and white keds oh my god just like learned like songs and little kitschy dances to Mm -hmm. um like i don't know you know i remember there was a song about from the 60s Yes. Songs in the 60s. There is per- in particular, I remember the one about, oh, the Crocodile Rock. We all mm-hmm. we performed Crocodile Rock. There is also one about magic. Do you believe in yep. magic? <laughs> that, that, in one. <laughs> that was the one. And but I will say this was this was your dream. OK, you you, Haley, love performing, okay? You love performance art. You love being on stage, okay? And I, I will say that you probably you probably asked to be put in Sunshine Generation, and I was then roped right in because they forced me to do whatever you were doing, and it was my hell. <laughs> we were in separate, we were placed into separate um, groups because of our age, which we're so close in age. So we must've been like right on the cutoff. Mm-hmm. So Hannah was in like the children's group and I was in like <laughs> the slightly o- older children's group. Um, <laughs> and 
I think I had to either go join your group or you came into the older children's group because like you wouldn't go up there without me. I do believe that you had to come into this young children's group. (laughs) That feels feels on brand. Because I refused to perform unless you were in my group. And you hid behind me. Yeah. And then at the end, the whole summer, you learn these songs, these routines, these dances. And then at the end of the summer, you do like a showcase, like a big performance for all the parents showing them all the hard work you've done over the summer. (laughs) And during the final performance, I immediately started to sob, okay, on stage. Um, And Haley, I believe that you were like, this is this is my big debut. This is my big I was, break. I was ready for to get discovered <laughs> as a child star and you ruined it for me. I honestly think you thought you were going to get discovered. I That was like a, the whole theme of my childhood is I was convinced I was going to be famous in, in every way. And yes. I was like the the, the ugliest, least desirable <laughs> child star. You were, just, you were just waiting for the moment. You were like, this is my big break. Yeah. And then so, I swift. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say it, it didn't work out for us. <laughs> I, I immediately started to sob and I hid behind you the entire time, which must have been hysterical for every, anyone watching. It was like a big audience and I would love to see some footage of that. But I, I honestly hid behind you red face beat red from crying mm-hmm. while you were like trying to do your song and dance routine with like right. all the other kids. But we had to be in all activities together. So because that didn't work for both of us, that was also a fail. Yeah. Um, let's see. Band. Um, oh. Failed. Failed. <laughs> Hannah played the French horn. <laughs> Unfortunately, I did play the French horn. And I think my teacher was like, our band teacher was like, you know, <laughs> I don't know if this is for you. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I don't think it is. It's like, could we possibly have um, failed at using any of the, um, you know, options presented to us and actually like coming up with a talent? Of no, of course, of course, we made no use of of any of the assets that we had. So yeah. Anyway, either because of, you know, it might have just been that our dad or mom wanted cable, but more likely it was just to keep us like out of, you know, out of their way. But yeah. eventually, we got cable when we were. Um, you know, at some point, maybe like in middle school and the fires inside of us ignited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. Ignited. And, you know, at first we started watching like Nickelodeon and, and Disney. Um, and then eventually we like that was that was short lived. And then we went straight into a, a K-hole, a K-hole, of a MTV. K-hole, if you will. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I mean, throughout middle school and high school, like we were MTV aficionados um I mean there was an unbelievable amount of content out there Mm -hmm. um like I mean shows that we watched that are coming to mind the real world road Mm -hmm. rules like as soon as those were available to us we were on board yeah true life oh my god stop stop there's so many remember um Oh my god, not even making the band, yeah, but that uh-huh. wasn't like so big. But then um making the band and making what the video. diary MTV. Oh, yep, diary was huge. Oh, and we had like this unprecedented access to our favorite, yeah. our favorite mm-hmm. teen idols. Oh I remember god. watching like Christina Aguilera making the video. It changed my life. Changed oh. my life. Change. I remember. Do you remember back in the day when there were like 
music video channels, like in the 400s yep. or like the 500s. Channel, channel 472, the box. Channel 472. And we, I would wait. I would have channel 472 on all day. And I'd be like in the other room doing God knows what. And the minute Come On Over came oh. on. Oh my God, I'm getting chills. It was like, it was like, ring the alarms, tell everyone to come watch. And we would just wait all day to, yeah. to watch the video. Well, do you remember we had, we had a babysitter named Christina once yeah. and yeah. she told us, I don't know if you, if this stuck with you, like it stuck with me. I'm just thinking of it now, but she's the one who told us if you wait long enough, the video you want will come on. And for some reason, <laughs> powerful, that powerful that words, powerful stuff. And it worked every time it, did. <laughs> it worked mm-hmm. every time shockingly shockingly in between the um limp biscuit and corn videos eventually Mm -hmm. you would get that backstreet boys i want it that way oh okay i could it's it's just bringing i have a rush of energy a rush of energy um and we haven't even gotten into like um that like phase of mtv where they were really into like the quick fire competition shows like next dismissed oh my god room raiders oh my god room raiders mm-hmm. i haven't thought about that in a really long time that i'd like to talk to somebody who was on actually i actually did know someone in my sorority who was a contestant on next i think she got immediately nexted how embarrassing but they told her they it was all like here's the thing like i it's hard for me even now to understand that these are quote unquote scripted. Like I know that they're mm-hmm. like, you know, like it's, it feels wrong. It feels very wrong. I don't like to believe it. I remember once um, when Laguna beach, mm-hmm. oh, when Laguna beach premiered, yeah. my world was turned upside down. I was, turned. I was truly like nothing had ever like resonated for me like like Laguna Beach did and when someone eventually told me that it was all like a lie I could not understand it I was like you guys know no oh completely and doesn't it even like it seems like it would be harder to orchestrate those as fake than actually them just be real like that's how I remember feeling when people told me it was fake I was like there's no way that would there's no way exactly and so that's like why it's just crazy to hear about all these shows like even next they're like okay you're gonna go on the date you're gonna get nexted immediately you're gonna like make out with him you know like Mm -hmm. I just I really thought it was all organic but I was wrong 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 what did I know no totally um two other ones that I want to touch on that just came to mind um newlyweds oh I own that on dvd I know I know Hannah bought it on how much did that set you back Honestly, I bought on Amazon. I think it was pretty affordable, but like absolutely (laughs) priceless. Like I, they're like my prized possessions. And honestly, I, I'm struggling to watch the last season because it's, I just know it's going to hit me really hard. Yeah. You don't want it to be over. I don't want it to be over. Yeah. And also it's just like, oh, I, it's, it's so much fun to like revisit and rewatch, but it also makes me so sad. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, life isn't what it used to be. Life isn't what it used to be. Shows aren't what they used to be. Oh my God. Yeah. That was like our first um, glimpse into the actual everyday life of Mm -hmm. of a celebrity. And, you know, at that time, like celebrities were, you know, pre-social media, they were so untouchable. It was Mm -hmm. unimaginable to be able to see them like sitting around in their house. Yeah. And that's pretty much all they did on newlyweds. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then um, lastly, Remember Sorority Life? Yes. Yes. I actually watched that recently as well on YouTube. How? It's all on YouTube. 
oh my god yeah <laughs> that is impressive that yeah is impressive. I need to do the same yeah it's really good I mean it's just funny because I can't even remember what the school is but like watching them like do rush and like talking shit about each other is fascinating oh my god I remember the, mm-hmm. that girl with like the main girl with the blonde super curly hair yep the girls what school were they at Texas. I can't remember. What do I want to say? Somewhere in California, but we'll follow up on that next episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, anyway, our parents thought we were literal trash. Yeah. Still do. Still do. Still do. Still do. Still our dad. Our dad is deeply disappointed in us. <laughs> Even though we both have, you know, we've Normal, turned out okay. Good but jobs. There's room for okay. improvement. There's room for improvement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So we we have a very similar base of growing up with the same content, and um, you know, watch TV together every time we weren't at school, um, or like playing outside. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't until we were in college that we started to get pulled in like different directions TV wise. Mm-hmm. So I um. I went to school in Northern California. I started watching The Bachelor in January 2009. I just looked this up um, when I was a senior in college. So I lived in a house with five other girls and one of the girls got the rest of us into it. So we started watching like as a house every every Monday night, you know, drinking wine, the classic mm-hmm. uh, thing you do. Um, and my first season was uh, the season where Jason Mesnick was The Bachelor. Okay. So- Anyone who's listening that is on, you know, the Bachelor side of things, um, he's, I mean, it's a pretty deep cut in the Bachelor world. Um, 2009 was like, you know, 22, wait, 12 years ago at this point. <laughs> um, and he he was of particular interest to me because he was from Seattle. He was a dentist and also a single dad. Um, and he became legendary in the Bachelor world for what happened after the season ended which um, was that he broke off his engagement from Melissa, which is the girl that he chose um, on live TV at the after show. And um, in the same, you know, same show, he asked his runner up Molly if she wanted to pursue things with him. So he and Molly are now married with kids, by the way, they're still together. But that like that level of like real life drama involving, um, you know, adults and like stakes as serious as like engagement and marriage and, and, you know, kids like that was like the first time that I personally branched into reality TV that was like made for adults (laughs) and I just couldn't get enough. Um, So I've been watching religiously since I've watched every season of The Bachelor, The Bachelorette. Oh, my God. Oh. Bachelor in Paradise, which we will we will get to that a little later. There's literally yeah. nothing um, I'm more thrilled about this summer than the return of Bachelor in Paradise. Mm-hmm. Bachelor Winter Games, which was a one-time thing. The only one I've skipped out on is the um, Bachelor Listen to Your Heart, <laughs> which was um, oh when they... I don't know if you've heard about this, Hannah, but this no was a, thing. It, it was a one-time thing. It was... Um, do you remember like a couple of years ago, like the world was revolving around a star is born. It was yes. like all that yes. anyone talked about all like everyone was like obsessed with that. What was the, like the main song? Oh God. Yeah. Oh, I'm on the day. Yep. 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 Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. So they were trying not to ride on the coattails of a star is born um, and do like what a version, a version of the bachelor where everyone is um, not only looking for love, but also pursuing like a duetting singing career. 
So duets. I, yeah. So you would come on. I mean, people came on the show as individuals. There was like an equal amount of girls and guys. And oh. each week they would um, like pick, you know, they someone would get to get a date and they take one of the other people on a date and it would be like a music oriented date. So they had to like riff and like write songs together and like, you know, perform together. Um, and ultimately like one couple won together and got like a record deal and uh, stuff like that so um I missed I missed that one I forgot to tune in for that darn um but every everything else like more the traditional shows um I'm I've been just living that life since 2009 um completely obsessed so yep that's kind of my story Hannah do you want to talk us through your um your housewife's journey yeah I do let me just let me just start by saying that I do I have seen I think it's important for me to tell our, our loyal listeners um, mm-hmm. that I have seen The Bachelor before. So like, or yes. The Bachelorette, I used to watch, I think you are the one, there were some like summers where you would come home from college and you, me, our stepsisters and our stepmom would like watch yeah. the yeah. bat. And I remember seeing like, they were older. Like I remember seeing the Ben, I remember seeing Ben season. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember seeing Jillian. Yeah, so that was that was the season that we watched together, like the summer after I graduated college. Yes. It was Jillian was the the bachelorette right after Jason Mesnick. So right oh, after, okay, he was she was his like third third choice. Third okay, runner. yeah, okay, yeah. So I remember that, and I and I also watched um, who was the um oh my god she was like blonde and like southern and like already had a kid Emily 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 Maynard. Yep. Yep. I watched, so I watched those seasons. Yeah, that was good. And then I actually weirdly somehow watched Colton's season. That's a great season. I don't really know why, but I felt called. I felt yeah. called to watch well, it. Well, and sometimes like that, I was going to talk about that too, like in terms of dipping our toes into the other person's obsession, we've definitely done a little of it. Yeah. Um, mostly like me forcing you to watch so we can talk about it. Yeah. Um, usually yeah usually that's what happens is like you gotta you gotta tune in I'll I'll like add it to my my cue but I won't but I I'm very much non-committal about it totally yeah Yeah. and same same thing with housewives like I've I would say instead of watching full seasons I've just seen Mm -hmm. a ton of different episodes over over the years because it's like always on yeah Um, and I I tried to watch Salt Lake City Housewives of Salt Lake City this year and I watched a good chunk of it but it's like I've never fully committed and you've never fully committed mm-hmm. and I see that as a missed opportunity yeah yeah no agreed and I guess on on the housewife side mm-hmm. I I think I you know I it's actually sad because I don't really remember exactly how I got into it but I'm pretty sure that my two best friends Quinn and Claire introduced me to Real Housewives of Orange County because they were they're they're just like us like they love TV yeah um love we grew up on reality watching the same stuff and they had Bravo and they had been watching it like they had been watching um Queer Eye and like all the great stuff that Bravo had been like rolling out before Housewives and then they were like you got to see this and so I tuned in from the very first season which was in 2006 so I was 16 which was like perfect time to start uh-huh. on housewives yeah and um and i i've i have watched every episode of every season of every franchise like i have not i some of my friends are like oh i don't watch 
Potomac or like, yeah, I don't, I never watched like DC. I'm like, I have watched every, <laughs> I have, I've truly not missed an episode. Not one. And yep. I'm proud of that. I'm, I'm proud I'm, of that. I'm, I'm proud of that too. Yeah. Um, just circling back on that. Do you remember mm-hmm. when Bravo was just like a channel for like TV movies? No. That before Queer Eye, it was like, it was a movie channel. And then mm. they started they started doing reality shows and it like completely changed mm-hmm. for the better for the rest yeah. of time. Like I wonder if Bravo would even still be around. Oh my God. Yeah. I wonder all because of Andy. Probably. All because of Andy Cohen. Totally. All because of Andy. So what's your, um, what's your top housewives franchise? <sighs> See, I really like, okay. Well, my, obviously my number one, of course, is New York. Which okay. I think most people, most people say that. Yeah, that's what um, I do. Yeah. And I, I'm not the biggest fan of, see, the, I like them all for very different reasons. Like I love Atlanta. I think that might be my, my number two. They, I am tickled every time they come on the screen. <laughs> I'm literally, I find myself smiling from ear to ear. They're hysterically funny on Atlanta. And I also love what I love about Beverly Hills and everyone talks a lot of shit about Beverly Hills because it's so you know they spend like all their time in glam and all Mm -hmm. it's like they have one they'll have one fight which will carry through the entire season long and it's just like kind of exhausting yeah and on New York they'll like have a like two different fights every episode and they'll like move on to the next so it's like Mm -hmm. much more exciting but the thing about Beverly Hills is that they're all just so filthy rich that that's fun to watch Oh, completely. Like, like, are they are they more fil- filthy rich than the Salt Lake City? Oh yeah. Peeps? Oh yeah. They're like they're like private jets, like mm-hmm. yachts. New but, money versus old money. Exactly. And yeah, and like they're what's fun. Like, not a lot. I almost all of the housewives in New York are like pretty much bankrupt. I mean, not <laughs> really, but, like, but like they're all they're all divorced. You know, they're all trying to get their coins in different ways and they're not like living in the lap you know like some of them some of them I guess Ramona has like a nice chunk of money but like in Beverly Hills they are wealthy which I love to watch right Um, right. so that's fun like every every other and then like OC is just like kind of trashy like you know like that but I can't I can't say goodbye to, to OC because um, it's the it's the original. It's the original. It's it's right. the original. And is Vicky I, is Vicky still on the OC? No, Vicky's not on anymore. Is Tamara? Tamara's not on anymore. Oh, okay. Those are they, I remember them. Yeah, Vicky and Tamara. I I I mean, it's hard because I I love to hate them, you know. But the thing about Tamara, especially, is that she was just to the point where she had been on the show for so long that she was like producing herself, and you could like see it from a mile away. You know, it's like she was like coming up with her own storylines and like stirring shit up on camera that you could tell she thought would be like good for the show. It's like, just, mm-hmm. you know, cause I, they're, they're like, they have some pretty high stakes. Like if they don't deliver a certain amount of, of drama, they make mm-hmm. it cut real fast. Right. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I think you have to come in and it's, it's hard. I feel like it takes a couple of seasons for housewives to really hit their stride, but there are so many one hit wonders who just like, don't understand it, can't get into it. And then they get fired after one season. Mm-hmm. So yeah. embarrassing. But I love my one hit wonders. I love them. Totally. I like to check in on them. I like to 
see what they're up to. (laughs) (laughs) There's so many. Um, But yeah, so I really, I, of course, my favorite is um, my favorite is New York. Um, Then I would say Atlanta is a close second. I do love Beverly Hills. I also love Jersey. I love Jersey. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not, I, of course I watch Dallas and Salt Lake city, but like not that into either of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I just, I just, I go for it and I watch, I watch all the episodes, but it's not, I I don't find myself as excited by those. Totally. Um, And you know, you just learned, I didn't know that you didn't know that they have multiple cities running at once. I truly didn't know that. I thought it was like one at a time. Oh no, 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 no. It's at least three at a time. Wow, you are that's really impressive. Hannah, it's a full time job. I, I mean, <laughs> that's a lot to commit to. Yeah. Not to mention all the other shows on Bravo, which of mm-hmm. course I watch. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. a Bravo. I all oh, that's it's my it's my bread and butter. No, I totally you are you're definitely like the Bravo mm-hmm. expert we need on the show. Mm-hmm. Um okay, cool. So, you know, that's that's a little bit about us in terms of TV and how we got to, um, you know, where we're at, where we are today. So outside of that, um, we both have jobs. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> Unfortunately, we both have, we both have day jobs. Yeah. Um, Hannah works in recruiting. I work in apparel merchandising. Um, so this is, um, this is kind of like a creative, creative outlet for us, but <laughs> Not quite, um, you know, supporting our lifestyles as of yet. Not going to pay the bills. Not going to pay the bills. Um, We both have black cats that we're obsessed with. Um, And we're both engaged. We're both engaged. We're we're both getting married this summer, allegedly. (laughs) TBD. TBD. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So... You'll you'll probably be hearing a little bit about that in upcoming episodes. Um, I have steamrolled my way into Hannah's wedding year because I missed mine last Mm -hmm. year with COVID. So, um, welcome. Welcome. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, Room for one more (laughs) room for literally every weekend is like a a wedding now. Yeah. Thanks for having me. So, um, yeah, yeah, so that's where we really just need a distraction from, you know, trying to plan two weddings, be each other's maid of honors in, in the midst of what is still quite a real global pandemic. And um, so that's really where Dish comes in. Just something a little more fun to take. Tell, us, tell, tell our loyal listeners a little bit about the little fever dream you had coming up with this. Oh, great point. Actually, wait, let me, let me, let me, ta- let me tell the story from my end. So <laughs> I wake up on a random, this was about a month or two ago. And yeah, um, I wake up to a text from Haley early in the morning. Okay. And it says, I believe it said, I dot, dot, dot. I have an idea. (laughs) I I believe that is what it said. And then you were like, you were like, call me ASAP when you get up. And I was like, oh my God. So I called you what I couldn't even open my eyeballs yet. And you were like, Oh, you're like off to the races. You were like, full of energy, ready to tell me about this idea. You're like, okay, I think we should start a podcast. And I was like, really? And I was like, what, what about? And you were like, get this. (laughs) (laughs) We can recap the bachelor and housewives. And I was like, Hmm. 
seems like that's been done. Seems like <laughs> seems like there's a lot of podcasts doing that. Um, and you're like, hear me out. And you honestly went on, you pitched it to me. You did a beautiful sales pitch. I <laughs> came you. out of it. I came out of it feeling good. <laughs> good, and- but not great. <laughs> Good, good, but not great. And you've been working on me ever since. Yeah. So this is, we're, we're going to see how it goes, see how it goes. Honestly, um, it, it came to me in a weed gummy induced fever dream, yep. um, as Hannah mentioned. So mm-hmm. I was just kind of like laying there, couldn't fall asleep, which normally the gummies do the trick this night. It was not happening. Um, and I was just up all night and trying to think of, um, kind of ways to add value to my life outside of work, <laughs> outside of just like, you know, work and, um, you know, dealing with rescheduling this wedding four times. Mm-hmm. And Hannah and I just always are talking anyway about, about TV. And this is like the one thing that we've never like fully been able to, to relate on. Cause we just have such different, um, interests in terms of what we've been following. So it just came to me that we need to do something creative together and um, the name for the podcast came to me. The idea for the podcast came to me in this dream. I kept texting it to myself. So at one point, if this ever takes off, I'll bring up those text messages to and from myself um, and, you know, share them with our listeners because because it's it's pretty funny. But thanks mm-hmm. for thanks for running with it. Yeah, I'm here. I'm along here, ready to rock. I'm ready to rock. <clears throat> um, so should we get to our breaking dish? Oh my God. Yeah. So um, every week we will have a segment called Breaking Dish where (laughs) we cover um, news in the franchises that is Mm -hmm. not not on camera. So just things that are going on, you know, in the biz and the industry. Mm -hmm. Um, And Hannah, you had um, some news to share today. Yeah. So the news, the news is coming from... It's hot off the press. It's hot off Bravo. the press. Mm-hmm. We've been hearing rumblings about this for a couple months now. And it seems like it's finally happening live. And it's going to be like a real Housewives All-Stars show. So they're taking Housewives from different franchises and having them live together in a house, like a vacation home. And they finally, they, they might have released the the cast you know, earlier, but I just saw it today. The final list, which is here. We've got oh Kyle Richards. Okay. okay. Wow. That's from, a good one. She's from Beverly Hills. Yeah. Luann and Ramona from New York. Oh my God. Yeah. We've got Melissa and Teresa from Jersey. And then we've got Cynthia and Kenya from Atlanta. So we don't have any orange County. We don't have any Dallas, Salt Lake city or Potomac, which is like, okay, fine so it sounds like we yeah that's seven people and then it sounds like bravo gave them all a private jet to fly out to their tropical island i guess they're going to turks and caicos and they're all gonna live together and i guess it's only gonna film for a week this is going to be unbelievable yeah it's gonna be amazing so, so I it's think- basically like the the real world but shorter more intense and with women in their 50s yeah and I hope that they don't do like I'm not I'm not interested if they're like let's do a challenge like let's play a game like I just want them to like get drunk you know be together at the pool get into some fights that's what I want I don't need I don't need any which is kind of 
kind of my problem with the bachelor it's like the dates yeah oh, it's the very dates it's the- very uh like scheduled and produced completely yeah. no I I totally agree and you know what I've been thinking like watching summer house is that oh. um there's okay so for anyone who's listening and doesn't watch summer house which is probably not likely mm-hmm. um but summer house is a bravo show where they film you know young yuppies from new york that um go out to the hamptons uh every weekend over the summer look at Um, you thank you um so this recent season was filmed during covid so they actually just like stay out in the hamptons quarantined Mm -hmm. um and like work apparently these people still have like real jobs during the week which I find hard to imagine Mm -hmm. um but instead of going you know back and forth from the city and going to having those weird like segments where they're walking down the sidewalk on a call and they're like well yeah I'll just finish up that proposal and get it you you know they don't even like try with that bullshit they're just literally on zoom in their bedrooms with their monitors working from home like the rest of us like the rest of us and what's crazy is that like it's so engaging to watch Mm mm-hmm And I like, there's nothing planned. There's no events. There's no, there's nothing, there's no trips. They just are living their lives and it's, it's extremely entertaining. So I feel like that's kind of like the vibe we might get from this, Mm -hmm. um, this housewives situation, but on like a much more luxurious and probably catty scale. Exactly. That's what I want. I really want just like what I really want for my reality shows is just a group of people living in one place i basically just want the real world yeah bringing it back to the real world which by the way is back on youtube or something the real world right have you been watching isn't there a new season of the real world that's not it's not on it's like on facebook or something they're they they're redoing or or you mean new york they redid it actually sounds really cool and i need to download paramount plus but shervine my my lovely lovely fiance will murder me if I download <laughs> one more streaming service we literally have every streaming service I've been like, trying to get peacock <laughs> okay I we need I need that and I need paramount plus because okay. that paramount plus gives you every season of the real world that has ever existed and every season of the challenge I believe and um and they're doing this thing now, which is so annoying, where they're only releasing, like, the new stuff on Paramount+. Plus. So it's, like, you know, incentive to get to get it. But anyway, yeah, the most recent season, I believe, is that they brought back the entire original cast of Real World New York, the very first season, in and the same apartment. Like, and they're probably, like, in their 50s. Yeah. 40s. Late, oh, yeah. late 40s. I know. This was in, the, in the, like 1993 or 1992, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. And they managed to get all the all the cast, which is shocking. I I mean, who would have thought that would happen? Wow. First of all. Yeah. They're all still around and they're all still friends, they say. And they they got them in the exact same apartment as the, the first time, which is also shocking. And I think they decorated it to look like it used to look in the 90s. So like this has my name written all over it. Like I we've have to got see it. we've got yeah. to watch that. I just googled yeah. the first real world world season. It was in May 1992. So May that 92. checks. Um, we we missed that one. We missed that one. I was only um, two, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the first real world that do you remember the first one we watched together? I, I was actually Paris think- or Austin or something. I okay. I Vegas. actually was thinking about this. Ve- mm-hmm. Oh, don't get me started on Vegas. I remember watching Chicago real world Mm -hmm. Chicago and that was that was 
um, I was like really young, I think then. Hold 2002. On. 2002. Okay, so I was 12. Mm-hmm. So I guess that makes sense. But yeah, I remember watching Chicago and being like, oh, remember Tanya? Oh my God, is this Mallory? Mallory was Paris. Okay, who who's this person that looks like her? Tanya. Tanya. Oh no, I think you're thinking of um. No, there was someone else who looked like Mallory. Don't remember her name. I remember Tanya though. She was from Walla Walla, and she was yep. like racially insensitive. Yeah, and she had I like remember. really curly blonde hair and like yep. a boob job. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and Kyle. Oh my god. Um, so I remember that's. I think for me that is the far. But I I remember seeing Anissa. like clips of yeah, Anissa, who's still very much a part um, of the. MTV world. MTV family, as they say. Yeah, I don't remember. We'll have to, we'll follow up on like officially the first season we watched. But yeah, that checks. We need, we definitely need to revisit like this, this reboot. I cannot believe everyone was, was in. Everyone was in, everybody did it. And I've been watching um some, some like interviews of the cast and they all are in a group chat. They say they all love each other so much. It's really cute. That's adorable. I, I mean, what a cool thing to do, like, in 1992. Yeah. Agreed. Um, okay, cool. Well, that's that's about all we're covering today. Um, now, And now that you know a little bit about us and why we're here, we can just get into the good stuff next week. Um, so we will be kicking off our recaps um, with the premiere uh, of Real Housewives of New York Season 13 next week. <sighs> it's going to be a good one. We're so excited. Um, mm-hmm. Hannah sent me um, like an Instagram reel or whatever mm-hmm. of them. Um, the tagline. Doing all their new taglines. Um, so let's make sure we chat about that when we do next week's episode. Okay. So episodes come out on Tuesday. We will be releasing our recaps every Wednesday. Um, and as Bachelor fans know, we're currently between seasons. So um, our show is going to be a bit housewife centric until Katie's season of The Bachelorette premieres on June 7th. Well, yeah, who's the bachelorette? Oh, great question. We have two. Oh my god. We have two this year, but they're um they're actually separate seasons. So what's oh. interesting um is what's interesting is that we we so we just finished Matt's season of The Bachelor, which is was was a complete shit show. Mm. Complete shit show. It's kind of old news at this point. Um so I don't know. I don't I'm sure like anyone listening is already up to speed about like everything that went down with that season um, le- leading to leading to kind of like the stepping down slash stepping back of Chris Harrison, the longtime host of The Bachelor since it first started. That's um, crazy. I know. So nobody really knows what's going to happen. Like, is he coming back? Is he not coming back? Um, oh. He he made some very big mistakes in terms of making extremely racially insensitive remarks. Um on camera um, in an interview and kind of had like a major fall from grace. So we're not exactly sure what's going to happen with him. Um, What we do know is that uh, next up we go into Katie's season. Um, So two women were chosen to be the bachelorette off of Matt's season. Um, We have Katie who was like, she didn't necessarily make it that far. I think she was number, she was fifth. So she went home right before hometowns. Um, And she was, she was kind of like a fan favorite because she um she kind of has a Caitlin Bristow vibe about her. Do you remember Caitlin Bristow? She's like I the, didn't watch her, but I know who it is. Yeah. She's like one of the notoriously like one of the the favorite bachelorettes ever. She's very funny. Um, 
very she's not like polished she loves to make you know crack jokes doesn't take herself too seriously very like sex positive like Caitlin Caitlin was the first bachelorette to actually like have sex on a date like it wasn't on camera but the cameraman's right outside the door and that was Mm -hmm. huge at the time Mm -hmm. um and she got like slut shamed for it oh um, my god in a major way and so Katie kind of has that that aura about her like you know how when they introduce themselves to when they get out of the limo, they all have like a thing. Yes. So hers was that she brought um, like her vibrator uh-huh. and, um, it, you know, set Bachelor Nation into a firestorm because what's it's just up like with a, Bachelor Nation? It's like a very, um, very conservative, conservative audience. Yes. Um, wow. And that's what that's what we think. Um, just just based on like what we've seen from ratings, like the how how the ratings um, and viewership changes when there's like um, a lead of color versus a white lead and definitely something that has impacted like the amount of representation on the show in the past. But like, that's not like, that's not going to happen anymore. Like I think with everything that's going on, you know, Mm. today, um, you know, they're, they're having to make like a pretty big adjustment in order to not be canceled completely. Mm -hmm. So, um, which is which is great. So we have Katie as Bachelorette number one, and then I'm not really sure why they did this, but they chose a second Bachelorette to start filming in the fall. So we're just skipping the Bachelor. We're not going to have a Bachelor season anytime hmm. soon. Oh, so these are going to be set like they're not going to be at the same time. No, they're not. So what, what, what the lineup for the summer is? Katie's season premieres on the seventh. Um, they're filming now. And then we get Bachelor in Paradise finally returns to our screens on August 16th, um, right. which is it's my most highly anticipated event of 2021, surpassing my own marriage, surpassing yeah. um, genuine starting this podcast, like sur- surpassing anything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's we haven't had a season of Bachelor in Paradise in what seems like years. And it's as as everyone listening probably knows it's like the biggest gem to ever come out of abc (laughs) oh my god Um, i have i have watched the bachelor in paradise and i do love it again it goes back to everyone living together yes except for i could do without the oh don't they have like no i don't think they have challenges do they have dates they have dates they have have dates but they don't they don't have challenges okay good what's what's so great about it is like everyone couples up and then just new people are always coming in throwing everything off shaking things up shaking things up so super excited for that. There's like an intense lineup of people who are, you know, we've just been racking up season after season without a paradise. So there's mm-hmm. so many people just like chomping at the bit to get back on TV, build their following, get back on of screen. Course. And it's going to be, it's going to be action packed for sure. And then after Bachelor in Paradise, we go into Michelle's season of The Bachelorette and she's filming um, in like the late summer, I think to premiere in the fall. So we have a lot happening. Wow. Um, and yeah, Michelle was the, Michelle was the runner up on Matt's season. So Matt, uh, dumped Michelle and chose Rachel, who was the one who had like, uh, an immense amount of like controversy surrounding her. And ultimately Chris defending her is what led to him getting canceled. Mm-hmm. And so they're not together or are they, uh, Matt and Rachel, uh, are not together as far as we know, but they have been spotted they have been spotted together. So there's room, there's rumors of like reconciliation, but he has apparently also been spotted like with um, like random other girls, like on Demois and stuff. Mm-hmm. So okay. um, he's just living his, living his life. He's just living yeah. his life. 
but yeah. I don't think I, I as as much as he probably still has feelings for Rachel like I don't think that that's something that's a I don't think that's a reunion that we're going to see publicly just because of everything surrounding it mm-hmm. okay okay so, I, feel, I feel queued up I feel teed up I know save it's gonna be an action-packed summer for us oh god we're attempting to each pull off a wedding Ugh. We're attempting to each be a maid of honor in each other's weddings. But what's Ugh. really exciting is that we have a lot of TV to juggle <laughs> and also a lot of drama to insert ourselves in yeah. and, you know, to dish on. Oh, oh, that's right. Thank you. Thank you. Thought I'd bring it back. That was nice. <clears throat> well, thank you guys so much for tuning in and we will be back um, next week. Cinco de Mayo, baby, with recap number one of Roni season 13. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll be there. I might be too drunk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's TBD. Check your podcast app next week and maybe we'll be back. I'll be there. I have absolutely nothing to do. <laughs> Subscribe, tell your friends. Um, Paramount Plus, if you want to sponsor us, uh, mm-hmm. we could we could really use a free subscription. We could. <laughs> um, and yeah, thank you guys for listening and we're excited to kick this off. See you next week. See Bye. you next week. Bye.